Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant to Shaq. Game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. Anything's possible. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Podcast. We're coming at you after the finals and we have a champion. Um, I'm here with a full table of the Ball Boys. Everyone's together and uh, including the, the champion Laker supporter, Jermaine. How you doing, mate? Very well, mate. Good win by the, the Lakers, my boys. Yeah, you're on top of the moon right now? Great, mate. Great. Always always good to be a winner. Unlucky uh, with two other teams, but... <laughs> they, they, they've done well. They won their, uh, they won their what twelfth championship now. Twelve? What? <laughs> I, I heard twelve as well, actually. No. All, all championships. Yeah. Hey, if you go back to what, Minneapolis uh, or something. So Los Angeles no, has won twelve, no, no, and and Minneapolis have won five. Isn't Mate, that isn't that right? They're all Lakers. Oh, that's all, that's all okay. All Lakers. <laughs> they're all Lakers. I tried to scrape the boys. Yeah. No. Fair enough. So I guess they're now tied with the Celtics, but. Little asterisks, <laughs> little asterisks there, um, and and from the uh, the sadly um, underdogs, the team that didn't quite get there, the the Heat bandwagoner, Cal. How you doing, mate? Um, look, I'm still happy. I still got to see a, a great series. Um, I, I didn't didn't really expect Jimmy to pull it out like he did, but overall, it was a great series, and I'm looking forward to the future. Was that Jimmy calling you right there, man? It was. You know, we're pretty close these days. He's been, I, I put him under my wing. I've been giving him some good hype in the media, so he's kind of paying me back here and there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you put him on hold for the, the sake of the podcast today, mate. But um, appreciate you having you on. And Mike, you're in here as a as an innocent Knicks supporter, just observing, you know, yeah. finals basketball. Maybe one day. <laughs> one Maybe day. one day. Just <laughs> seeing what it's like. One, one can dream, yeah. you know. Um, so obviously we, we haven't had a pod since the game one of the finals so we've got lots to unravel we've got legacies to talk about you know everyone's favourite argument a bit later on in the pod of who's your greatest of all time we've got a couple of people on either side of the ledger today so uh, but first I just want to unpackage this this final series that we saw um, and, and get everyone's thoughts so I might start with you Jermaine with the, as a reigning champ mm. what were your thoughts on the Lakers and, and just the finals in general well, I think overall from the Lakers, I thought they they honestly surprised me. They they really did in terms of the the way they executed on both sides of the court. Um, going into this, you know, if, if you listen to the last podcast, I, I was a little a little rattled after seeing the Miami Heat defeat the Boston Celtics because Celtics they forced you to play good and you know they the Miami Heat still came came out on top and so I was a bit rattled in in the sense that I wasn't sure on how. The Lakers were going to execute, but they did at the end, and that size definitely came in as a factor. Yeah, and plus it was my compelling argument that the Heat were going to win. That that had you a bit nervous. Was that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, we had a few injuries, but mm. yeah, fortunate, it was yeah. fortunate. Yeah. Fortunate. Do you not think? Sure. Not, yeah, I'm not, not sure how it would um it would have unfolded if we had a healthy Goran and a Bam. I would still have to go with the Lakers, but oof. It would have been a tight one. But obviously, they were the favourites going in, so yeah. I feel like even if they were healthy, they, they had the shot, but mm. yeah. Um, are you happy with how everyone performs? I mean, everyone had Danny Green's 
Everyone wanted Danny Green's head after game six. Everyone had Danny Green's head for sure. Even like early games, they had KCP's head as well. And so like whoever's not making shots, they got to get crucified regardless of who they are. Um, shout out to Finals Rondo. He's oh. evolved from a playoff Rondo to Finals Rondo now. Oh, it's a different breed. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he was. He actually came up like very, very. Um, he came up clutch in the end, just making just very timely like defensive plays as well. Yeah, you know, just um as well as even big three-pointers throughout the game. So yeah. definitely showed a side of them that we're not accustomed to seeing. Had a big game six, so mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to Rondo. But uh, Cal, on your side of the things, the Heat, disappointing, but you were saying, like, I know I agree with you, like they, they had a really good season. Like to make the finals, two big games to, to bring the series to six, you know, game three was massive just to sort of get them a win without Ben, without Goran. Um, you've been beating this Jimmy Butler drum all playoffs. Uh, I'll touch on Michael you. in a second, who's finally. <laughs> I told you was finally going to get his save, but oh man! So you've you've been employing the the Jimmy Butler love, but what what have your thoughts of the finals been, man? Um, I, look, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like the Heat they had a great run. I mean, look, they bounced the paces in four, swept. They then go against the Bucks with a gentleman sweep, and let's be honest, like. That game, I think there was 3-0 and they were up, weren't they? And then Giannis goes down with his, um, his foot injury, and then they end up winning that four to, for a gentleman's sweep. So um, pretty close to the old back-to-back sweeps. I didn't really think... Um, uh, look, they handled Boston easy as well. Uh, they just kind of kept on trekking on, playing their brand of basketball. <laughs> easy? It was six <laughs> games, but like, I feel like they always kind of... They always had... You know, they're always on top. I feel like each game they had a chance to win. And and they'll just they just outperform them. Um, Eric Spo deserves some. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me say my part, Mitch. Okay, oh, I'm right. a buyer Celtic supporter. Let, let the buyers mind the team. Yeah, look, yeah, uh, I was fair. pretty happy we made it to the finals and that crushing blow with uh, Goran going down in game one. I think it was what, in the second quarter. He, he was the playoffs um, lead scorer for the Miami Heat. So. I mean, look. Yeah, he was the leading scorer up until exactly, that point. Yeah, so that, that's a big hit. Um, like we all, we all knew that Jimmy, he's like the closer. He he's their best player. He does it all. But Goran, he, he took a lot of that scoring duty, and he was doing a great great job. So disappointed to see him go down. It would have been, I think, it would have been a much different series um, if he had played. Um, but on the other side of the fence, you can say, well, you know, we probably wouldn't have seen these amazing games by Jimmy Butler if that had happened. So overall, like, I was pretty happy to see my guy Jimmy just ball it out in game three and game five um, that game three that 40 point game yeah. was fucking he was just dominating both ends of the court as well that, that, that's what really impressed me both of those games were yeah, yeah both those games were pretty special um, <laughs> as someone who has had my doubts about Jimmy I was I was definitely won over in those those two games as someone who yeah really put his foot down and put his mark all over the series um now I'm gonna I'm gonna turn over to Michael now. <laughs> You've been well. I suppose the listeners might know to the full extent, but in our in our ball boys chat, we, we've had a few debates about how good we both think Jimmy Butler is, and uh, even on the lower side. He's a hater, Jimmy, boys. He's uh, a hater. What did <laughs> to, to, to put it frank? It, it, well, I wouldn't say hater. I think that's a bit unfair, Cal. But but nowhere near as high as you've been. Um, has Jimmy won you over? What are your thoughts after this series with Jimmy um, in particular, and then also just the Lakers winning the chip overall? Um, yeah, look, I I took some uh, strong stances on Jimmy Butler. Yeah, in the uh, group chat probably more <laughs> to counteract 
Callum's obsession with look, him. Yeah, look, well, someone had to felt. come back. Yeah, yeah, I was playing devil's advocate more so. <laughs> Um, it's come back to bite me. I mean, I think in the, like, to be fair though, in, in the chat, Callum was calling Jimmy Butler the best shooting guard in the league. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's <laughs> like it the number one closer and the clutchest player in the NBA. I mean, let's pump the brakes a bit here. Nah, he, he has definitely like won me over. He is, he's sort of like jumped to that next level, that like elite level player that I wasn't, I thought he was sort of on the edge of, but not quite there. Um, I don't know if he's the best shooting guard in the league yet. I'm not going that far, but yeah, he's definitely a more well-rounded player and sort of just a better scorer than I, I gave him credit for, mostly. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like like Jimmy, I still have some question marks. Like My question marks are there because of his like ability to score easily. Like I think it was evident in game six, he fatigue definitely got there in mm-hmm. the end. Like He was having to work so hard, and to credit to him, like you know, it's been a long playoffs he's he's such a hard worker he's obviously in shape but to play those huge minutes that he did like it's obviously caught up to him and it's probably the reason they got pumped in that game six yeah but um his lack of ability to to score easily um if i had to say anything that i'm still questioning him like he's not able to just get those easy jump shots over players he has to drive constantly 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 which is incredible and and really really <laughs> something to be commending for but that's still my one question but 100% I, I think for me he's a top 10 player uh, in the league uh, I've now have him in there sneaking in at number 10 but he's um yeah it's, it's been as a unbiased watcher and observer of these finals it's been a really good finals to observe especially those game those games where it was close game 3 game 4 to a lesser extent and, and then game 5 was just I mean, Jermaine and I were watching it together in a sports bar here in Brizzy, and it was it was exciting and electric to watch. And just those two, LeBron, Jimmy, back and forth, like we like that was an all time finals game. Like that, oh, you're gonna have that one, those highlights playing forever. Yeah, yeah like sure. that one on one duel, you just don't see, and and that was that was really special to see. So you, you were shaking your head Look, a bit I there, Cal. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't get a shot off. And yeah. he, he found he shot 55 percent from the field, like. Yeah, he, yeah, but did you see how many shots he took in Game 6? He stopped shooting. Uh, games, yeah, game 6 is he, a different story. Like Game, game 6, they, they lost that in the second quarter, and that was not his fault. That was the team. Well, I guess he was partially to blame, but the whole team was trash. Um, yeah, I, remember, <laughs> I, I remember I saw Bam Adebayo just like, fumble like four or five like entry passes. It was just ridiculous. They couldn't even catch a ball. Um, I mean, they went to go and drag it to try and give Jimmy a bit of a break because he's been playing so many minutes, but we know he's injured. And then, I mean, look, that, that was shocking. Tyler Hero, I think he was one from eight to start the game. Um, just, they, they completely lost yeah. the game in the second quarter. They were down by 28 at halftime. Yeah. So at that point, I mean, you just they, kind they of lost, your hands they lost up confidence. You're just going to have to, you know, bend over and then give it to them. But um, and no disrespect to the Lakers, they played a great game and they played great defense. But I'm, I feel like offensively, it wasn't definitely not Jimmy was to blame there because he... Well, hold on a second. You, you can't just give them all the praise when they win and none of the blame when, he, when they lose. Like, cause, that's how Callum works. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, like I, I know he's been doing a lot, but that's what they have to do to win. You know, like, He's got to shoot more than 10 times. Like, He can't go out yeah, swinging and shooting 10, after the 10 shots. But, but what I'm saying is, like, even in that first two quarters, watching the game, he was passive. Like, He would drive into the hoop. And, and this is a criticism I will have in all series. Um, he could have even had scored more points, um, but there was several times that he would drive into the hoop and look to dish where he's got a, a, an ability to shoot the ball and, and get some contacts, get to the line. I know he's doing that a lot already, but 
there are times that he could even do it more. And especially in that last game, those little dish-off passes you said going to Bam, they, they weren't needed. Like, they were layups that they could have had. And yeah. I think they could have been more aggressive there. I'm going to put it down to fatigue because... Of course, he's been playing like 46, 47 minutes a game, and that's like a huge load to bear. Um, LeBron was playing not quite as much, but but similar, but I think he wasn't having to work as hard for his points, and that's why LeBron in game six, still LeBron, still putting up big numbers, um, and Jimmy faded a I bit. I feel like so, the important thing to say is Jimmy um, that's, Butler's that's defense I, as well, because Jimmy had LeBron as, I guess, the majority of his like defensive assignment. Um they they they, they throw Jay Crowder on. Um, they kind of switch that up. They 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 kind of mix that up between Jay and Butler on LeBron. Sometimes Jay would be on uh, Anthony Davis, but defensively, uh, he was definitely working. In, in my perspective, he'd be working a bit more than LeBron was, who was probably hiding a bit more on that end. Um, Anthony Davis was there. Yeah, I think after. Yeah. I think it was after game was a game one or two that they switched Jimmy onto LeBron, and then they weren't switching after that. Like that was that was a big big respect point for me for him to guard LeBron and for them to be like actively trying to not switch that yeah, that, that yeah. matchup um, yeah I can't remember what game it was but yeah it definitely it, it slowed it slowed LeBron down and it made it made those shots just a little bit more tougher for him to you know, make a pass and you know, force Danny Green to shoot or someone, or someone else so no, big yeah nice. so um, props to Jimmy Butler um I, I don't want to ask you, Cal, but like, how high has he reached on your your rankings now? Is he is he reached number one or two? Like, where is he at for you? Um, well, let's start off this. Where, where does he rank in shooting guards in the league? Today? Shooting, oh, he's he's definitely the best shooting guard in the league right now. I, I feel like <laughs> if you're, no, honestly, you're going to start a franchise right now. It's obviously it's a debate between James Harden and Jimmy Butler. And if you're going to start a franchise right now, um, I think it's the resume of James Harden year after year after year of not performing in the playoffs. I don't know why you'd want that on your team. I mean, yes, yeah, surely posts up some massive numbers in the regular season, but Jimmy Butler is a winning player. He's going to perform in the clutch. He's an actual closer, and he just does more for your team. Like, I, I wouldn't even want to play with James Harden. A lot of people would want to play with Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying that the gap is ginormous. Like, I think that Jimmy's closed the gap, but James Harden is an all-time great offensive player one of the best scorers we've ever seen ever and I know it's a that two way game man. he gets you, some you flack two ends, I'm, 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 well, what yeah. does James Harden bring defensively look he, he's he's not a great defender <laughs> I'm not going to try and make that argument but I just don't think that that's as valuable when you've got a team that can cover for you in, in a playoff scenario if you get a good coach behind him like I think I'd much rather build around James Harden's um, talents than Jimmy Butler's um, in saying that he's easily number two um, if not for the lack of competition there's just there's no one else that I would take before Jimmy after right, James you um, all, but James you is there agree you'd take James like right now if you could do a playoff Mark, series, who, who would you pick out of James Harden and Jimmy yeah. Butler James Harden okay Jermaine yeah, James, James for me as well. After five years, yeah, looking still, at him fail year after year in the playoffs <laughs> and not performing in Look, uh, Oh, because Jimmy Butler's been making finals these last five years. <laughs> yeah, this is like the one year. Um, he, he went, he like, went toe-to-toe also, with... It's not like it's one year... He went toe-to-toe with Kawhi last year. Toe-to-toe? They, they took him the game I seven. I don't know about that one. I've got the... He, in that series, he put up 22-7, 5.6... Um, shooting. Yeah, look, and, and that's why he's number he's number two for me. And but I'm also giving a lot of credit to Eric Spolstra, uh, like a much better coach than James Harden's ever had. Um, 
like the supporting cast, the Miami Heat supporting cast, easily better than the Rockets. Like the Rockets, the Rockets are trash, man. Like I, I hate their team. Like like PJ Tucker, Robert Robert Covington's a decent player, but he's not like he's not a Goran Dragic putting up twenty points a night, and like Bam Adebayo, who's one of the best centers in the league now. Like the, the, there's just no comparison. Russell Westbrook is a plague on this league that you know <laughs> will just be passed around That's until high. the end of his career. Like. <laughs> I don't know. There's just not winning basketball or culture in that in that team, and I think the Heat supporting cast yeah, is more of credit than, than Jimmy gets. So. I'm taking Jimmy Butler. I think he's a better Warriors. all-round player. Obviously, offensively, James Harden's like one of the best offensive players of this generation. But um, in terms of like even watchability, I don't want to watch James Harden just draw fouls and just do like twenty. Oh, watchability, step yeah, again. but like that's not a criteria. That's not a criteria if you're a GM. But, no, like, like, also, if I'm, I'm thinking right now, we're playing seven games, so I'd take Jimmy Butler. Wow, hot take. There you go. <laughs> All right, listeners, you be the judge of that one. Uh, let's, let's talk about the Lakers a bit more. Like, they are the champions. Um, I joke around that they, they won their 12th ring, but, you know, 17th championship with the Lakers. Um, now, one thing that really pissed me off, though, side note with the Lakers, you guys act like it's been, like, the longest time since you won a championship. You guys won in 2010. Like, what the fuck? Like, it hasn't been that long. Hey, like, it's not me. I, I'm not... It's, it's, there's other Lakers fans. Oh, I just look at Twitter and everyone's, like, carrying on. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, now, LeBron, unanimous finals MVP, his fourth finals MVP, only player to win finals MVP in three different franchises. Um... Now, I'm not going to make the argument that Davis should have won it, um, but I think there is a case to be made that Andy Davis should have got at least a couple of votes. Um, I know there's only 11 people that vote for the finals MVP, which seems ridiculous to I me. I honestly didn't even know that there was a voting system. There's I've a, never known. Like, there's 11 people that vote on it. Like media vote? Yeah, like Mark Stein's one of them. Like yeah. a few of these guys, they just like, yeah, 11 people, and all 11 of them voted for LeBron James just based on what they see. Give yeah. Skip Bayless a vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to make him not a unit. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, um, do we are we happy with LeBron winning his Finals MVP? Does anyone think that David should have won it, or are we all in agreement that LeBron should have got there? I'll, I'll start off by saying I think if you have because there's only two options really, AD or LeBron. I think yes, AD should get some respect, but at the same time, LeBron just outperformed him over that six game series. Yeah, okay. so. Uh, what, what have you got? A statistics there? Do you have do you have yeah, ads ad stats? AD stats, yeah. So, Re- do you mind reading that for me? So ad over that those series, twenty five points, eleven rebounds, three assists, one point three steals, two blocks. Those are some fucking good stats. Oh yeah, for sure. Like on the defensive end, like what, like over a steal and two blocks a game. One, yeah, one one point three steals and two blocks. And that doesn't even tell half the story. That's, this is my point. So the amount of, when I was watching the games, the amount of shots that AD changed when the Heat, especially like game six, they were passing the ball out, scared to take these layups because they were just knew that Anthony Davis was lurking. Yeah. And that, that's where like that game six was just a complete blowout. Um, yeah. So that's that's where I think that Anthony Davis needs a little bit more credit than yeah. what he's getting. I know LeBron's, you know, we're going to talk about him as potentially the greatest player of all time, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. But just want to see AD get a little bit of credit. He's like, I've moved him up into easily my top five players of the NBA right now, and he could climb higher. Um, but yeah, just just shout out to AD. He had a, had a terrific final series, first ever final series, first ever time he's gone past the first round. Yeah. So um, shout out to him. He's he's played good all all playoffs, and up until this final series, I actually thought he was the Lakers' best player. Um, obviously, in his finals, LeBron did his thing and, and took over the series. But um, just wanted to give a shout out to AD. Um, anything there, Mike? You 
you feeling this eighty love or? Yeah, no, he was good, but I think like if you took that team and you take AD out, LeBron probably still goes on to win that final. Really? You reckon? I, I, reckon. I don't think they do. If AD's not on that team, I don't think they win. I the think finals. LeBron just goes like the Modi did that first Cleveland Golden State where he's just putting up ungodly numbers. He, he just reached that level again. But if I mean, take, he did put up on, he did put up ungodly numbers in this playoffs. Like, he nearly averaged a triple-double. Well, it'd be even more aggressive, though. I think, yeah, thing. LeBron averaged like 40-10-10 in that, in that series. Yeah, he was yeah. absurd. Like, I think he should have won finals MVP in a losing team. That's how good he was that series. Yeah, I don't know. I'm if, gonna... you take, if you take LeBron out of this team and it's just AD as the star, I think Heat win the finals. I, yeah, I obviously think he's more valuable, and that's why I think he deserves the award. But, yeah, I don't know. I think if you take AD out, that, that defense alone just changes the series. And AD put up, what, 23 points, was it? Like, yeah, LeBron's not averaging 50. <laughs> you know, like, you're not going to be able to replace that. 20. Kuzma could hit a few. Kuzma, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I'll just Do you reckon in, if AD wasn't in, there? That... I reckon AD, yeah. um, what really hurt him, was that game three? I think I think game after three. game one and two, yeah. he was the front runner. Game three happened, and a um, bit of a conspiracy theory here. But um, I, we we all know America's a little corrupt to some degree. I'm pretty sure Adam Silver pulled up the referee. What was it Foster? Who's like a non like he's renowned for being a terrible referee. He was like, oh yeah, I'll just get three thousand. You can't put it on LeBron because LeBron. Everyone watches this game to watch LeBron. Well, we'll just make sure Anthony Davis gets fouled out. Um, so that definitely hurt him. In that game, he put up fifteen and five. Um, if you're listening to yeah. this, Foster, um, we know we know what you did, and we we hate you for it. <laughs> um, the world should know, and this podcast will make that bring it to light. So, um, yeah. So if so that game yeah, three like, hadn't happened, was going on I, to I reckon the... Anthony Davis deserved that. Um, the MVP. Oh, 100%. The first two games, he was by far and away the most valuable player. And that's I think you're right there, Cal. So let's say he puts up 30 that game. You know, his stats would look way more impressive I know it's a six game sample size so one game swings can make a huge difference to the, the overall statistics and and it really was just foul trouble like he, he didn't get the minutes early on in that first half and uh, and you can tell and that's the game they lost so um, impact wise you take AD out bang they lose a game so um, I, I'm going to strongly push back on your, your notion that they would still win without him well, I'm not saying it's like a gimme, but I would still That's back the Lakers that to win without AD. They're, they're, they're better than that. They, well, I've been doing like, it all year. The Why Cavaliers, not go out? <laughs> that comparison you said, the Cavaliers. Like, he, he still had Kevin Love, who was serviceable, and he still had some pretty, pretty no, he reasonable didn't. role players. No, not in that series. Not that series. They were both gone. Yeah. yeah, but they oh, lost. That's right. That's the one that where uh, Kyrie goes down. I know they lost, one, but they're also versus the Warriors. That's right. They were versus the Warriors, but I still... Like, this Heat team, like... Like, let's not put... Like, this Heat team was incredible. And I was super impressed this whole time. Like, the discipline they had and, like, the ball movement um, and, like, just chemistry that they showed, I think, was really, really impressive. Like, Mm. they had that kind of warrior ball movement there that is, like... If it is a weakness, it's LeBron James's weakness. You know, you go back to the Spurs, you go back to the even the Dallas Mavericks to a certain extent. Like that ball movement is how you're going to beat LeBron. Like you're going to beat him as a team, um, and that's what these Miami Heat have. So, um, yeah. So I, I think that you, they definitely without AD. I don't think they'd even be the favorites. I think Miami would walk in as the favorite in that series, but it would still be still be a good series. So. Um, shout out to LeBron um, looking ahead um, I know like it's been literally one day since they won the championship but let's look ahead to next year um, Michael I'm going to start with you do you think that the Lakers um, they currently are the odds on favourite to repeat and go back to back do you think that they deserve that um, do you have anyone else who you reckon can challenge them next year uh, 
who are the notable free agents? Could any free agents? There's not that many free agents, to be honest. I think this is a pretty quiet free agent year. Yeah, okay. um, I know Kawhi Leonard is a free agent next season, but this season, I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's a pretty quiet oh, pretty free agent class. Drummond, the teams are staying vaguely anyway. the same. And then I think the biggest free yeah, he's agent not moving. is it, um, um, I think it's just Drummond. That's about it. So. Oh, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> the <Lance Drummond> <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's slim pickings this year, but next year's the big one. So let's let's assume there's not any major moves or anything like that, but just as the teams currently are, what yeah. do you reckon? Yeah, they're the best team. They've got the best player and they're the best team. Okay, short and sweet, love it. <laughs> no one can challenge. Uh, Jermaine, do you, reckon, do you like your odds on, on going back-to-back? Oh, 100%. Like it, <laughs> best player and best team. Simple. AD is gonna get better. LeBron, I don't think he's he hasn't lost a step this season. I don't think he's. I mean, you know, not wood. Touch on wood, hey? Yeah. I don't think by this he doesn't look like he's slowing down. He at doesn't, all. does he? And yeah, you, know, you still got young players. It's some young players like Kuzma and Caruso. They're still, you know, show sure. they they have championship. Um, experience oh do they <laughs> the championship so. <laughs> experience for Caruso so you can start hearing those buzzwords along with those names but yep. I think they still have a very good chance of being the best team next season I'll, um, I'll throw one one little little asterisk out there and we all agreed on this in the first basketball podcast that we did mm. together that the this bubble and this layoff helped LeBron and I think it was evident in these playoffs he looked as youthful and as energetic as ever yeah. in, in the last several years. Next year, I think they're still planning on doing 82 games. It's going to be a later start. Um, they're going to be trying to catch up the date a little bit. So I'm assuming that the games are going to be maybe a bit more compact. I mean, a few more back-to-backs, a few more four games and five nights. Um, if there's ever a reason to, to doubt the Lakers, I think that's it. And just the different type of season... Obviously, we're going to be starting in January. It's only a few months off for LeBron. Um, perhaps that mileage, I know it's LeBron. He's been an Ironman his entire career. I don't doubt that he will, but if there is, ever is a year that the mileage catches up to him, it could be next year. So that's that's my little asterisk there. Cal, do you have any other concern um, for the Lakers going back-to-back? If, I, um, if I have to make a bet right now, if it's Lakers or the field, I've got to go for the field. I reckon um, you got you got some different things out there uh, to hype people up. Maybe you got um, look Miami Heat. They're gonna come back um, a bit more experience, a bit better. <laughs> yeah, you, you, got, you got Brooklyn Nets. You got Kevin Durant coming back. Kyrie oh, Irving. Yeah, I say you got Steve. I'm Nash glad you said that. Coach. I mean that's pretty exciting. You got Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, who just had some amazing playoff experience and they're incredibly people forget Michael how young Paul they Jr. are. Michael Porter Jr. One one year older. Yeah, yeah. So one year older, another year under their belt. Um, more to prove um, and then I feel like everyone's sleeping on the Golden State Warriors they're going to be back and back to full strength so yes. they, I mean I think Andrew Wiggins will be a good fit because everyone can shoot he can literally just slash and cut and that's all he needs to do he just needs to do that and put up like 16 points a game he, he'll be a good fit and you've got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson like come on you can't, you can't rule them out so I've I got to take the field yeah, and we'll see what they do with the number one pick. I think if there's going to be a big movement, that might be it. You know, outside of a free agency signing, like the biggest free agent looks to be someone like 
Paul Millsap or potentially uh, DeMar DeRozan or, or someone like that. So, But maybe that, that trade is a big trade and they get someone of good talent to, to the Warriors. So um, I, I like the pick of the field as well. I don't think I don't feel like this is like the Warriors back in the day when they had Kevin Durant that like there's no way that anyone's going to upset them. But um, I, do, I do think that they deserve to be the favorites, obviously. They've got yeah. two of the top five players in the league. But yeah, I, I could definitely see someone come in and upsetting them. Um, I've said this before I'll repeat it again but I think they had a favourable like um, way to the finals matchups leading towards the finals so perhaps even just a few harder games leading into like a Western Conference finals they might be a bit more taxed Mm. may um, tip the tides but yeah we'll see how we go I'm actually going to say this now I'm just going to I'm going to take back what I said they're not going to be the favorite. <laughs> I'm just looking at that roster and I'm like, there's a lot of old bodies. There's, there. old, there's a lot of old bodies in there, Dwight <laughs> Howard. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm looking at Dwight Howard. He was actually a, a big piece of this playoff run oh, yeah. and throughout the season as well. Danny Green. And I'm looking at those guys. guys oh, no, nah, I don't see a good, I see another good season. <laughs> do, do you, do you, I think Contavious Caldwell Pope's a, a free agent. Do you re-sign him? I mean, uh, you got to. You got to. Yeah, I mean... People can make. Yeah, he he, he played well. Yeah, okay, we'll give him we'll give him some money. He's got to play. <laughs> well. No, it's other guys like you. I think it's your, oh, your, okay. your Rondo's, your Dwight Howard, your Danny Greens. You, you're really not sure how they're going to turn out next year. Yeah. Yeah, which is a big piece. So. I feel like it was a magic year for the Lakers as well. Like, obviously, you've got all these vets that have not won a ring or haven't won one for a long time, like your Dwight Howards and all yeah. these these sorts, but. Now they've got their chip. Do like do they lose that edge? Do they lose that that camaraderie that they were all working towards. Like I don't know, maybe. Who knows? And and obviously you know there was you know I don't want to bring it up in a, in a bad way, but like you know Kobe Bryant's passing and the yeah. stars just seemed aligned for the Lakers to to mm. take the chip out. So maybe there's a little bit less of that edge next year. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I, I like the field though. I, I think. I think someone can do it. Someone can get up there. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's an open field playing again, though. Yeah, so. again. We're just similar to what we're um, walking into this season, so good basketball ahead of us. I'm, hoping, I'm excited to see what the Clippers do. I'm, I want to see what they do, because like, they've still got the talent, man. Like, yeah. and, and the matchup is more in their favor, I think. Um, I don't know what they're going to do about Anthony Davis, but we'll see how they go. don't know what the league's going to do <laughs> Anthony Davis is a problem. Yeah. Oh, that, he, that's a free agent or a potential free agent, Anthony Davis. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's staying in LA. Michael, yeah. is he going anywhere? Oh, uh, god, that'd be a hit. <laughs> is he going to Detroit? Yeah, look, him and Drummond could team up. Drummond goes back to Detroit, and AD leads yeah. him there. You know, he's from Chicago. He's uh, he's he's uh, born and raised in Chicago. So there's been some rumors out there. Surely not. Yeah, uh, I reckon no, he's sure going to gonna sign a short term contract, maybe two years plus one or something, and then he's going to go to Chicago. In a few years, I reckon he'll be in Chicago. Yeah. All right. Cool. Win a couple chips, jump shit when LeBron retires. Yeah. Lakers suck again. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to touch on as well, like the, the success of this NBA bubble. Um, I don't think can be overstated enough. Um, I don't know if you guys follow the American football a lot, but they're like postponing all these games at the moment. There's a lot of coronavirus things happening, and well, players getting corona. Yeah, players getting corona. There's no fans in the stadium, but I think the bubble that they've done in the NBA has been a huge success. Mm. I was a bit worried about the atmosphere, but the, the level of basketball's been really high. Um, your thoughts, Michael, on like the bubble and everything, and and how it's all worked out with the virtual fans and um, yeah. It's it's exceeded all expectations I had. I thought it would kind of 
be a little weird to watch and it was to an extent without the fans but yeah. I think they did as well as they could with the virtual fans I think like the the crowd noises sort of helped a bit yeah yeah it was just it was really well done and it was surprising that there was no outbreaks really I thought yeah to it, that <laughs> it was just going to get shut down surely like yeah you're thinking like at least one person maybe yeah, but yeah. you know yeah. James Harden bringing in someone to his room or <laughs> let, let, let me jump in I'll, I'll do some highlights of the, the bubble because I think it was a huge success we had um, yeah just, just the, just some bubble back, highlights just the back. we got we had the 7-0 bright future Suns who knows how they're going to go next season oh, are they yeah. a playoff team I don't know 8-0 wasn't we it had, um, we had the Blazers clinching that 8 seed which was a huge comeback for yeah. them and, and oh, they also more had the play, first ever more play tournament. in tournaments please first ever planned tournament yeah please. more of those please I, I would love to see the NBA do that like every year yeah, I love that. I thought it was amazing. Uh, we had an awesome Raptors Celtics series. I reckon that's worth shouting out. Great series, game seven. Coaches going head to head there. Um, we had the emergence of Luka Dontich and that buzzer beater. He's going to be a problem. Yeah, doesn't that feel like ages ago? Like that? Feel like forever ago. <laughs> it was over a month ago, which is yeah. fair enough. But Luka, Luka is coming. Yeah. Um, we had the Clippers choke a 3 1 lead, which is hilarious. Um, we had the emergence of Jamal Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray in my, yeah. is like one of my favorite players to watch now because some of the buckets he was pulling off was just outrageous. So big highlight for him. He's making, he'll make himself a lot of money just from this one player front, I reckon. Um, I think he's already on a big contract, though. It doesn't really matter. And then we have one of the best yeah, head-to-head battles between Jimmy and LeBron in the fi- in finals history. So um, I reckon it was Ooh, a huge success. Big call. <laughs> Good work to the NBA to pull it off. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I'm a, as a fan, uh, I reckon it couldn't have gone better. Yeah, 100%. And, and even as a Celtics fan, I, 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 can't, I can't say that this has got an asterisk next to it. Like, this is a legit championship. Like, the players have to work extra hard. I've heard some people say that this is the hardest championship that's ever been won. I, I might push back on that, that championship against the 73-9 um, the Warriors. That was a pretty impressive feat for LeBron. But, like, no asterisk next to this championship, I don't think. Well-deserved. Um, so... Good on the Lakers there. Uh, let's move on to our next topic, which we're going we're gonna to do a deep dive because this has never been talked about before. No one's ever thought to discuss or compare these players. <laughs> <laughs> but LeBron James, he's, um, he's, he's okay. He's, he's, he's pretty good at basketball. Yeah, and um, there's another guy who's, who's pretty good at basketball who he gets compared to a fair bit, um, uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Now, I did a poll on my, my private Instagram the, the other day and... <laughs> Um, interested with the results I asked who who's the greatest player of all time uh, is it Michael Jordan or is it LeBron James and 80% of the people who responded said LeBron James is the GOAT the greatest of all time now I did ask that literally 10 minutes <laughs> after they won the championship and he got his finals MVP so there could be a bit of hype going on there but we're going to break it down and, and give our thoughts today so I want to start with uh, Michael who is um well, you let us know which side of the, the, the coin you're on, Mike. Um, I'm in the LeBron corner, man. All right. Yeah. Let's go. LeBron James, greatest player of all time. He is the greatest basketball player of all time. Okay. Hit us with the here's with your reasons. I, for one, the championship debate doesn't weigh as heavily on me because I think that's dictated on a lot of luck of your situations of where you go. I think lots of good players have had bad teams and so their career looks worse. So yep. the six rings versus four rings, I don't don't weigh that as heavily. Okay. So I'm looking at this, and you can look at it in heaps of different ways, but I'm looking at this as who is the most talented player? Who is the best player at playing basketball? If God was to create the perfect player, I think LeBron is the closest thing we've seen. Okay. 
bringing out the God argument, <laughs> bringing in religion to it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so um, so you're going more on like peak, like in their their, their prime sort of. Oh, I'm taking it all into account. Yeah, but I think his overall skill set is is one of the main arguments I have. I like that he's. A great, I think the, the fact that he's got the passing over Michael Jordan is a huge thing in me. Yep. Um, the sheer size, he's probably the best athlete we've ever seen in the NBA. I would agree. Um, and then just the longevity, which I think for a while was sort of underestimated um, in terms of this argument with Michael Jordan in that people sort of go, oh, he's beating all these stats because he's played because Michael Jordan had the the retirements and he's just played all these times but now it's moving into wow this is impressive how long he's playing yeah. and it's actually a, a plus point for the LeBron James in this this yeah. regard fair enough fair enough um, Jermaine who, who do you think is the greatest basketball player of all time Michael Jordan <laughs> <laughs> I mean like yeah honestly it's still of those finals has this finals changed LeBron's ranking for you yeah no not He's always been two to me. So you had him two leading into these finals, yeah. and he's just now what closer? He's so close. Like okay, he's, from what I, what I saw in that final, this entire playoffs by him. Oh, this man is good. Yeah. The fact that he's thirty five years old, seventeenth season. It's. But why is he not number one? What's what's Mike got over him? Well, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with this point. A few months ago. When the NBA shut down, MJ released his documentary. Oh, yes. And what a documentary it was. It was a great documentary. Yeah. And there was a lot of hype around MJ then. And people were just saying, yeah, MJ was the GOAT, the hype was there. A lot of people were saying that. And I remember. I'm pretty sure Michael himself was, was one of those people. Oh, are you saying that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, second <laughs> and, and, and saying all that, Michael, I'm pretty sure, was leading towards... LeBron before the uh, before the release. So, so are you are you accusing Michael of uh, getting swept up in a, in a bit of hype? I think I think he is getting a little swept up, but and I think everyone is for, for good reason though, because Michael Michael Jordan is is to me is the greatest of all time, and LeBron is knocking on that door. But I think people are getting swept up in you know, just recency bias. Okay, okay, but. <sighs> I, to me, they're so close. Yeah. I mean, if anything, to me, they, they're both they're both the same. Okay. They're both yeah. Cool. Jack, Cal, I'll, I'll get your input now. Who, who's your goat? I reckon. Um, I feel like if we're looking at the peak of their power, <clears throat> it's got to be Michael Jordan. I think he's the best player. Um, the longevity. I mean, I can understand LeBron. He's just been doing this for so long now. Um, was it eleven finals he's been to? Four four wins. Um. Pretty, pretty crazy stats, just the longevity. But you could you could make that argument for Kareem as well. Kareem was an anchor for that um, for multiple teams and won multiple championships and multiple MVPs, just like Bron has. So I, I personally, I'd have him as my... Um, I have him above Kareem. I have him at two. But I think Michael's the best. Michael, it, look, they, they were both freaks of athlete. Um, the absolute freaks. He, LeBron's just like a more overpowering, dominant physical player. Um, but Michael was just like... Michael was his own breed. He, um, I mean, he literally still holds the record for the highest vertical jump in the NBA draft combine. 46. Like, the man could just float in the air. And he just, like... Is that actually legit? No. <laughs> it, 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 oh, like Andrew Wiggins, That Grizzlies dude. It was, like, in and out of the league. I gotta give it to Michael. 
Um, he's, he's well, I think you just can't really beat, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can beat Michael. Can LeBron three-peat? He hasn't three-peated yet. Maybe, maybe if he does that with the Lakers, maybe I consider it. Yeah, well, that would give him that would give him six. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to fact check that that vertical jump <laughs> thing. I, I feel like Andrew Wiggins broke that. I don't know. I, I, I do remember that, that Andrew Wiggins back in those days, days there weren't any Michael Jordan official, was forty six. There weren't official like. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you've got the stats there, Cal, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll back you up. But I mean, I, I believe it. Michael Jordan was a freak. He bloody jumped out the gym. But um, look, I, I'm in agreement. So it's it's three against one here on the ball, boys. I I, I think I think Michael Jordan's the, the greatest of all time. Although LeBron James is closing in now. Before these finals, I actually had LeBron at number three on my list. Um, and this man doesn't get enough recognition, and undeservedly so. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I did have at number two before these final series. And I think I think LeBron's passed him now. But Kareem, I just want to just mention Kareem because he, he, if you look at his resume, he's, um, he's won six championships. He's been a 15-time All-NBA, 11 times All-Defensive Team. He was a six-times MVP. Twice he was the finals MVP. Um, he led the league in blocks four times, led the league in scoring twice, is the all-time leading scoring player of all time, ever. Um, He's the rookie of the year. Like, this guy was, like, crazy. And he, his um, numbers stand up uh, across areas. Now, where I think LeBron gets him is, is obviously you, you play the era card. Um, Kareem played an era that there was less teams in the league, probably up against players who were less athletic, um, <laughs> to say the least. So I, I have moved him back, but I just want to give a shout-out to, to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because I feel like he gets left off a lot of this. But for me, the... You, you would say that the stats maybe favor Le, um, Michael Jordan, no, sorry, favor LeBron a little bit more. You, you, you brought up the passing ability, and I will concede that. LeBron is obviously a better passer, but Michael Jordan's a better scorer. Um, and I guess, and also, I will say, a better defender than, than LeBron. And I think those two things combined outweigh the ability for LeBron to pass. And, and we know that Michael Jordan's a good creator anyway. Like, he's a great passer. Um, he played on a team with Scottie Pippen, who was an all-time great passer as well. Um, so I didn't necessarily need to to show that in his game as much. Um, obviously, he and and he had the ball in his hands a lot to score, and that's what he was good at. So that's what he did. I'm sure if he was asked to pass a bit more, he could have. Um, and he has demonstrated that in in several positions where he had to play point guard. Um, I want to throw up some some interesting analytic stats that that uh, I think is the best way you can compare the two. So um, it's tough with these analytics to compare um, errors, but with these ones, I'm going to try as best I can. I think the best stat to compare errors is um, when you do things per 100 possessions, because we know that in the, in the NBA, um, it's gone up and down in terms of the speed of the game. At the moment, we're, we're playing quite fast basketball. Stats are fairly inflated. You think about all the 30-point scorers that there are in the NBA right now. Um, it's quite inflated, whereas back in like the 2000s or the 90s, things were a lot slower. So um, that's where I think LeB- uh, Michael Jordan's 30 points a game career average is actually even more impressive because that was about a third of the team's points rather than just a quarter when teams are scoring 120 right now. But um, looking at the win shares per 48 minutes, number one all-time, Michael Jordan. LeBron is number six. So Michael Jordan is at 25%. Um, win shares per 48 minutes and LeBron's at 23.3 um, guess who's above him by the way Chris Paul is above LeBron James in win shares per 48 
Just shout out to Chris Paul. Um, so that's win shares. Um, true shooting percentage. Um, Michael Jordan just edges out LeBron James in true shooting percentage. Um, narrowly beats him out there. And then um, box score plus minus. This is the one that you can you can average out per um, per 100 possessions. Michael Jordan has a ridiculous box score box score plus minus of 9.22, and LeBron James is second all time on 8.93. So. The advanced stats would actually be in favor of Michael at this stage, even when you take into account the speed of the game um, played back in the 90s. But um, LeBron is still probably a clear second in those advanced stats. So that's where I lean towards Michael a bit more because even though he's got the championships, he's got the six rings, he's got the MVPs, he's got the six finals MVPs, even the advanced stats actually back up Michael Jordan as well. Um, So... Um, but I think it's a close second. I think LeBron's done so well to sort of bring himself back up into the conversation, and we never thought we'd ever see it, though. Um, your thoughts on those advanced stats, Michael? Do you... um, well, I mean, the stats, I can't argue with them. Yeah. But I think one thing that has to be said is Michael Jordan played under Phil Jackson. LeBron's never had a good coach. I, I thought or you'd bring that up. A great coach. Phil Jackson was a nobody before he coached Michael Jordan. Sure, but he went on to be somebody. He went on to win something like twenty percent of the NBA titles ever. He's been involved. In <laughs> He's the all-time so, leading coaching win. So just because yeah. he was nobody when he started doesn't. Greg Popovich was nobody when he started. Correct. So I think that assists Michael Jordan in those statistical categories in that he was playing under a better offense for a long time. Okay, what if, what if LeBron James stayed at Miami Heat and had Eric Spolstra? Well, let me re- rebuttal well, that quickly. When, before yeah, Phil Jackson count. came, that's when Michael was putting up like 36 points and 37 points a game in a regular season. And then Phil Jackson came in and that's when they started winning championships and his statistically was scoring less points and was playing more of a team game. So I don't understand how you can make that argument. Well, I think I think what Mark's trying to say is that like His Phil Jackson uh, affected winning more than like Michael's stats, but just which, because just because he's dropping five points a game, his overall stats, his plus minus, his efficiency, his true shooting is all going to rise. Under it was Phil also Jackson. The, the rise of Scottie Pippen as well. Uh, I feel like that doesn't get enough respect. Scottie Pippen was like a one, yeah. you know, top ten player in the league in his in his day. So he he rose the occasion. He became you know that kind of player and it complemented Jordan's game perfectly they just complemented each other do you think do you think that LeBron has had less help than Michael no I don't think that I think LeBron's had some incredible teammates I think Dwayne Wade was a top 10 player for a period playing with LeBron Um, I don't think well obviously AD's a top 5 probably player Um, he's had some fantastic teammates yeah obviously that Cleveland first stint was something was awful. Else. <laughs> when Mo Williams yep. is by far your best teammate over seven years, then yeah. it's something wrong. Yeah, what the fuck? Come on, Cleveland. <laughs> so that, that hurts. Hey, you're LeBron. forgetting Zildrunas Zul- uh, Ilgaskis. True. <laughs> Mate, that's a name. Yeah, <laughs> was dominant. In oh, yeah. 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 I think we should give LeBron a fifth championship but, um, just to make in the finals that year. Can, can we give him a fifth ring? Just because he, he, he got yeah. out of the East. I think he got swept by the Spurs, didn't he? But, um... <laughs> Just to get yeah. out of the East, that deserves a ring for the absolute trash he was yeah, carrying. Yeah, it was impressive. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I feel like, and, and the other argument that people always bring up is, like, the longevity. So, you brought up the longevity thing as well. Like, I don't know if that, it helps LeBron in, in, in his greatness. But when you directly compare LeBron and Michael Jordan, it 
it almost like hurts him in a way because LeBron, um, Michael Jordan really only played eleven healthy seasons. You know, he, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. He did play two years of the Wizards. I'm discounting that. Mm-hmm. And his second year in the league, he played um, eighteen games because of an injury. Um, and then the 94-95 season, he came back late in the season, played 17 games. So outside of those two game, the seasons where he played less than 18 games, he's had 11 seasons with the Bulls um, and, and had six championships in those 11 seasons. So like that turnaround and that period of dominance is just so hard to replicate. Like LeBron's played 17 seasons and he's got four championships. I know he's been to the finals 10 times now, but it's almost like if he continues to win more, I don't know if that necessarily like catches him up further because he's just had more time to do it. And I know it's a like big what if thing, but what if Michael Jordan played those extra two years when he was playing baseball? Like, could they have won a seventh or an eighth? What if he kept playing even when they got rid of Scottie Pippen and like kept putting up all these stats? Like, where would he be ranked in the all-time points, you know, scoring and all these championships and, and records that LeBron's breaking now? Would they be Michael's? It's a tough one to argue, but I think it it almost like favors Michael Jordan just because of that like dominance side of things and like the peak of his powers. Like that argument, I feel like you just can't get over that. LeBron's best argument are his playmaking ability and his longevity. Um, but it's almost like at this point, it is what it is, and it's not going to impress me any more than it already does. Does that make sense? So I don't know if LeBron can catch Michael on that dominance thing. I'll say that LeBron making nine finals in 10 years, or is it 10 finals in... Yeah, nine finals in nine 10 finals years. Nine finals in 10 years, and then he's also got the one in Cleveland earlier on. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's an unheard of stretch as well. That's, that matches Michael Jordan's dominance of a league for roughly a decade. The only difference is Michael, uh, LeBron James was versing two of arguably the top 10 dynasties in NBA history in the finals for five of them. Or six, five. Well, he he lost twice to the Warriors. Was it twice or three times? Lost three times. Three to times the to the Warriors. He lost twice to the Spurs. To the Spurs. Uh, well, you you're, sorry. Okay, so you're counting the other one. So twice to the Spurs. Um, the Dallas Mavericks one. Like, yeah, that's 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 an inexcusable dash yeah. on LeBron's career. That yeah. was that was LeBron collapsing. That was no one else's fault. That is something that just but to yeah. to just like write him off because of that one year is just yes. ridiculous. Yeah. So I, and the biggest props I'll always give LeBron is that year that he beat the Warriors uh, after they've gone 73-9. Like that's incredible. I think that to be the underdog team and win that year and 3-1 down. And 3-1 down, huge props. Like yeah. you, you've got to give it to him and that's like one of his biggest accomplishments, but it's sort of like countered by the time when he was the favorite and he should have closed the deal with this all-time great Miami Heat team Um, and every other championship he's won he has been the favorite I I would say Uh, again maybe the Spurs one I I can't remember if they were the odds-on favorite to win that series I want to say that they were that would have been a borderline flip of coin but like Michael Jordan would have been the favorite in every final and I think by a higher margin other than those Utah Jazz teams I wouldn't say any of the other teams that they versed would even compare, like, be on that same level uh, as the San Antonio Spurs and the Golden State Warriors. I think LeBron had a tough time. And there's this sort of scenario where if you take that 10-year career and the Spurs or the Warriors weren't in it, LeBron's looking at seven rings in nine years, potentially. And it's this it's just because yeah. he had harder competition when he got there. 
but it's still dominance. Fair enough, and and uh, like you, you can't argue against it. I, I, I will throw out those that Lakers team, uh, the Magic Johnson led Lakers team that the the Bulls got over, um, and, and let's not discount those Utah Jazz teams. They were they were bloody good teams. No, no, I put I said yeah. Utah Jazz is yeah. in that list. Other than them, I think that Lakers team was aging. Yeah, they weren't at the peak of their powers anymore. Yeah, I, I will say something that some people just don't. Um, things we mentioned about, you know, as a point in, in favour of LeBron, the fact that he has won championship with three different teams is yeah actually ridiculous. Because if there's with, with with MJ now now I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of jumping into the LeBron side. Yeah, okay, side no, no, go, go, go. Because <laughs> everyone will be here in about ten years. <laughs> Just because because MJ had the same core, you know, he was able to you know build chemistry. And and play the same similar system and just kind of just just get better at it you know, throughout the years. Whose fault's that been for LeBron though? Like, no, no, but I'm, I'm just saying in terms of difficulty, it's, it's ridiculously hard to be able to change from team to team and still make it to a finals. It's not win. it's not that hard when you join a team and then you add a top five player, you know, or you go to a team I, I, and you, I, you, you, we, you see, we see we see that every year. We look see, at the Clippers this year. We see teams make super teams. And and okay, I, I said LeBron's passing and his longevity. Yeah. I'll, I'll give another thing LeBron has over Michael Jordan is his leadership and his ability to coexist with other stars. So and that is a huge thing. Yeah. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. I think if you're picking a team, maybe you pick LeBron based on leadership alone. Mm-hmm. So. That is a big thing that you do have to give LeBron props for. But in saying that, he's he's leaving bad situations, like an aging Miami Heat team, yeah. to join a Cleveland team that's got the number one pick like oh, three times see, in four years. I'll still see that as a weak move, but it still takes it's a ridiculous feat to be able to just join and a bunch of guys together. Yeah, and still make it to the finals and win a championship. I don't know. I, I almost think that's like a knock against LeBron that he's like been going to good situations to like continue his window of winning. I, I, like, because if he if he stayed in Miami Heat, they're not going to have that window that he makes to the finals the next two or three years. He's he's maybe getting knocked out by the Celtics the next year or or Indiana who were good at the time. But like. I feel like he's jumping to a better situation, helping his chances to make the finals again. I'm not saying that he wasn't the main cause that they did do that, but it's a better situation than when he left. Yeah. Um, and Michael never did that. He just had the situation that he had and got to the finals every year. That's true, but the situation Michael had was never bad. No. It was, and it's it's not luck. It's good good GM work when they brought in yeah. Rodman and whatnot. Yep. But in terms of like Michael Jordan just staying put, it's sort of theoretically lucky that he stayed there and then the situation that was sort of aging, coming to an end, managed to hit the restart button and get yeah. another three rings. That's like LeBron doesn't have that luxury, so he jumped shit. Yeah. But, and and I do admit it is I can see how it is a detriment to it, but to discredit it I think is I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just when you're bringing it up as a positive point for LeBron, I just don't know. It's like neither here nor there to me. I just I don't really see it as. I think it just terms like it just points out like his versatility, being able to just fit with like yeah. any player. Like, and yeah, I will concede that his yeah his ability to to jump in and his leadership. Yeah, what do, what do you think, Cal? Do you think LeBron's weak for moving, or is it does it damage his legacy? Or uh, I don't mind. I think it's a positive just because it's so many different teams. Um, and yeah, so many different teams carried to a final, so many different teams he's won with. So I think that's a good positive on his resume. 
Um, another positive I'll, I'll throw out there as well that Michael Jordan never... I feel like the teams Michael Jordan were versing weren't as good back then. The teams are a bit better these days. Um, I, I think that's a fact, to be honest. Um, and then in terms of... <laughs> Michael Jordan never had to go against... I mean, the whole Kevin Durant thing is just absolute BS. I mean, Kevin Durant goes to a 73-win team and then he's there for three years. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but that team is just stupid. And I remember that the first year they just went to the playoffs and absolutely just knocked off everyone. They were 16-2 and two in the playoffs, which is the second best of yeah, all time. The fucked. only team to do better than that was um, Kobe and Shaq when they ran through 16-1, and one, and AI got that one game yeah. um, in the finals. But yeah. absolutely steamrolled. Michael Jordan never the show, show his face against someone like that. That's just, like, Michael Jordan put up 72 wins. There was never a team that put up 73 and then added, you know, a top 20 all-time player. Um, so, absolute snake in the grass. Kevin, I hate you. I hate you for it. <laughs> um, if that didn't happen, who knows what we'd be saying. Maybe I'd be on LeBron's bandwagon. Um, but this is, this is what happened. Kevin, hey, Kevin, well, ruined the league. <laughs> I just wanted to well, maybe, there, so maybe, yeah. maybe if that happens... Maybe if that happens in uh, in uh, Michael Jordan's area, you'd hear the famous line of, you know, I'll take that personally. And uh, <laughs> he just uh, puts them on his back and who knows? I mean, I it's... it's there's, why did he take it personally? Yeah, why did he take it personally? No, he did. He just doesn't <laughs> make a documentary to make himself look like... Oh, the LeBron doco is coming. Yeah, yeah. he'll come. Like, anyway. Give it 10 years. Give it 10 years. Or when he retires, it'll Yeah, be no, that... Yeah. Um, how long do we think LeBron's got left? Like, what... Like, what do we think? Like, how long? Is he? He's thirty-five now. He's. Uh, I'm. I'm saying forty. I assuming plays... no, like freak injury. Oh, assuming like yeah, he doesn't do his ACL in like next season. As in like this level of play to forty, or like, he just plays. retires at forty. He retire. Like, when do you think he's retiring? I think he could play past forty. Yeah, that's fucked. Eh? Like he came into the league at eighteen. I think he retires earlier than he could. Yeah. So I think he retires within the next. Three years, honestly. Yeah. Do you think this is like his last? Because he's got three years, or maybe two years left on his deal. Yeah, I think he he finishes it up like within the next two years. Outside of getting injured, there's no way LeBron's retiring before he takes Kareem's spot at the top of points. Yeah. There is no way LeBron. I think he wants that. that. And I think I think he needs three years to do that. Maybe maybe like a one last. Yeah. Oh, he's getting that before he. I think yeah. I think he's he's retiring within the next three years. I don't think he rides it out until we. Will his will his son will his son be playing by then? Maybe maybe three years. I think I think he's sixteen. Four years. Yeah. So he could be he could be in there that last year. That might be an incentive, but I still think he wants. I I reckon he wants to retire when he's still playing at high level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he will be. Yeah. I think he will be playing at high level. Oh, I think so as well. But I think just because he's in that goat discussion, not like actual goat discussion, he wants to be, you know, at the top. Just like MJ when he retired, kind of thing. But yeah. like Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan kept playing those later stages of the Spurs where he wasn't the same player, but they certainly weren't detrimental to his like oh, career because yeah. he was oh, yeah. he wasn't the same player, but, but he was still contributing. Different different personality as well. You know, Tim Duncan's. I love Timmy D. How good is Timmy D? (laughs) (laughs) Criminally underrated. But LeBron's, I don't think he's the the kind of guy to be like, oh, I'll be happy to to be a sixth man. Not that I don't think he'll ever be that level at some point. But I think he'd be happy to play the second star later in his career. I think he's the second star next year. Like he's potentially... Well, I don't think so. But (laughs) the media paints him as from time to time now. I I, I I don't see him doing it. 
Even though as humble like as he is, that he oh, he likes to play off his. I don't think he's he's, uh, he's a team player. I, I reckon he will. I reckon I reckon honestly. Team player, but he's still gonna be. He's got three more years of like elite, being a number one option, in my opinion. Uh, he can definitely push the thirty-eight. That's crazy. And then I, thirty-eight. Can he play till he's like? I, I would not be surprised at all if he's playing till he's like 40, 41, 42. because even though he's not athletic, yeah. the thing about LeBron now is he can actually shoot, and he's still an absolute specimen in terms of strength. Um, if he can't jump as he's as never going to lose whatever. his size. Yeah, but we'll just move to the power forward position. I mean, he already sort of has, but yeah, no, I agree, and he and he'll still be a good playmaker. Um, yeah, I guess it's just how long he wants to play, really. Like, if, if he wants to keep going, like, no GM's going to say no to LeBron James. I'll say, if he if his team isn't in the position to win a championship, that's when he does. You don't reckon, like, uh, here's what I reckon. I reckon Bronny gets drafted, mm. and he plays a year or two with that team, no matter what team it is. I think he goes to that team and, like, plays with his son. Yeah, and that then, could be his, like, that's a maybe. Role. Farewell tour. Yeah, and just like, and, and just, that's just and that's it. Yeah, that's his. That's his Washington years and the Jordan. Yeah. You know, like and, and people sort of don't it, actually really count. Nah, them. yeah, we don't. We don't like. We don't count the Washington years <laughs> yeah. for, for Michael. I mean, Michael was what was he still forty? Up twenty a game. I yeah, think. yeah, 30, 38 and thirty nine. Yeah. You know, so like, and we we just kind yeah, of that's what's going to happen. So apparently, that's what the media is saying. Surely, doesn't that mean that any franchise would just be like, I just want to draft Bronny, so I have actual LeBron James so my, like, is that not something that they <laughs> yeah, well, be doing? even if he's of course yeah yeah. even if he's not the number one pick or deserves to be the number one pick like he, he might go number one yeah it's like oh yeah. I get LeBron James with um with this player oh sick that's a pretty pretty good deal yeah. even if he's like 40 <laughs> he's still going to be a good player so yeah 100% you know what I like to see instead of him playing till 40 I'd like to see him try another sport <laughs> oh, no. I yeah, go do baseball, and then we're gonna have the real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him in the NFL or something like that. I want to see something like that. I reckon that'd be cooler than him playing basketball till forty. Oh, he should have done that after his third championship. Then we could have been really comparison. Yeah. But yeah. I guess it's a bit late now. Um, all right, we're gonna wrap it up there, guys. Congratulations again to the Lakers. Congrats to LeBron, uh, second greatest player of all time. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys next time. We've got lots planned for the off-season. We're going to be talking uh, NBA draft. We're going to be bringing in some fantasy chat in the future uh, for all those fantasy basketball players out there. We've got a wealth of knowledge and experience outside of Michael. Um, <laughs> nah, Michael, Michael does all right. Um, so lots, lots of stuff to, to look forward to. Who knows when the NBA season is going to be back? I think they're talking January 18, last I heard. Mid to late January. So still got lots to talk about. Um, in the off season, so stay More tuned. Sam Dunk poetry as well. Yeah, Samsung poetry that that'll be back next week. <laughs> um, so stay tuned for that. Um, if you haven't given us a rating, please do so. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Tell your mates about us, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. See ya.